There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Welcome to Full Rigor, a Florida true crime podcast. I am your host, Karen Curtis. And as promised from a podcast that I brought you in January of 2022, I am updating you on a plea deal that was finally achieved from confessed killer Stephen Lorenzo, who will detail in disgusting manner how and why he killed 26-year-old Jason Galehouse in Tampa in 2003. And Lorenzo is now seeking the death penalty for the murder after denying his guilt for almost two decades. He wanted to plead no contest. He was supposed to go to trial in April, but that didn't happen. He wanted them to take the death penalty off the table. Well, now he wants the state to put him to death. There are two charges in this case. Right. They are exactly the same. First degree murder. The minimum mandatory sentence for each of those charges is life in prison without the possibility of parole. Do you understand that? Yes, I do. The maximum penalty is as I just discussed with you and which I indicated to you I would not hesitate to order is death. Yes, understood. All right. There's a number of things that actually rights that you are waiving by entering a plea to this. And before I proceed through the 19 paragraphs, I want to make sure that this is still your intention to enter a plea, in fact, a plea of guilty to those two very serious charges. Yes. All right. And here is Florida killer Stephen Lorenzo explaining to the judge who is sickened about how a BDSM mishap led to a brutal murder. Do you want me to go into a little? I, I won't go into gory details, but I, I appreciate that. Yes, okay. but I would like to know why. Okay, I was identified as being speaking with Mr. Uh, um, Galehouse at the bar, and that's true. I didn't actually meet Mr. Galehouse. Mr. Galehouse had met another gentleman, the gentleman I invited back. Um, these two gentlemen, I did not know offhand. They, they were talking to Schweiker. I put this in one of my uh, filings with the court before. When, I, when they, they said they knew who I was, and then I realized who they were, and I said, okay, let's all go back to my house and we'll party and have a good time. Mr. Schweiker, uh, Mr., um, and we did all go back. We were going to go in the hot tub. We were going to do all that uh, going on. Um, and uh, at that time, Mr., um, Galehouse, I get confused with the two. Mr. Galehouse agreed to 
want to do a, I don't want to tarnish the memory of this kid, um, but agreed to want to do a group thing. We did some drugs. Mr. Galehouse did fall in the garage and cut himself. He actually did do that. That kind of stopped the idea of doing a group gathering or group sex, if you want to call it that. So he was with the other two guys were bondage masters. I was a bondage master. Scott Schweikert was a was a, um, a green. He wanted. He was a wannabe. So we went into the house. Mr. Galehouse agreed to be bound. He said he's been done this before. He wanted to do that. So you want me to go into a little bit more? No. I I, I just wanted to know why they're okay. dead. Oh, okay. Well, this is the reason I'm going leading up to it. Mr. Schweikert wanted to get some um, experience. So we allowed him to do some stuff on Mr. Galehouse. Now, I don't know if I should add this, but um, Mr. Schweikert wanted to have a video done of him having experience as a master who's trying, and I was videotaping it while I was doing this. Mr. Schweikert um, got carried away. He lost control. He did that once before on a meeting I had with on a, on a, a group thing we did together once before and uh, scared the heck out of the other guy. But anyway, he lost control. The kids started to scream and get all upset. Um, we did the video. We put a gas mask on him because he did not want to be identified while being videotaped. So that's why the gas mask went on. Um, we realized that the kid was going to probably call the police on all of us. So we had a power and we said, this kid can't leave. He's going to identify all four of us. So that was why the decision was made. See him coming from? Because he wound up hurting the kid. We didn't, wasn't our intention to do that, but I don't think it was Mr. Schweiker's intention to do it, but he was green on what he was doing. And we left him to his own volition and he wound up hurting the kid in his lower extremities. Who are the other people that were there? I knew them. I knew who they were because they were bondage masters. Um, and I realized who they were because there was a, there was a, a organization that were bondage master organization type thing. And I was part of that, but I never met them before. And when they told me they were, they, that's why they knew who I was. I said, we know who you are, but I didn't know who they were. Then I said, okay, we'll still come back. That's why I invited them back to that. But I didn't know them, know them. I knew them. I know two names. I only know their first names, because when you're in a, that type of club situation, you generally don't give out your last names. That's just not, it's, you meet, you greet. And Do you agree to provide additional information to authorities should they seek it? I don't have their names. The thing I have, I don't know how to contact them anymore. I remember one name was John. The other name was Chad or Chuck. I can't even remember. Chad or Chuck is the one that patched up Mr. Um, Gal House is on, and um, uh, what do you call it? Um, I don't know how far I should go with it, no. but uh, what do you call? I'm, I'm trying to be careful, <laughs> Some, but I don't know their names because after this happened, they split. After the body was distributed, and I did not dismember that body, and there's a good reason for that, and I can explain that to you. Very good reason. I don't know that it's necessary. Okay, and um but it was done by the person that did this because he had medical experience. It was done by Schweikert and him. 
I stayed in front because it was a Saturday morning. There were people at my house in my neighborhood. People all stopped and said hello to each other. If I was in the back making noise, they would come back to find out if I was where I was. So I, homeowner, I stayed in the front with one of the other guys. And if anybody came along, I, I could say I'm having work done at my garage. I cannot tell you how much what I hear from you infuriates me. I know it does. I can tell. And, but I don't know. You're asking me to tell you the truth? I'm telling you the truth. Are there other homicide victims? Other than this evening, are there any other homicide victims that have died at your hands? No. I'm going to find that there is a sufficient factual basis. I am going to find that Mr. Lorenzo's plea of guilty to two counts of first-degree murder is entered into freely and voluntarily. I am going to accept his plea of guilty to these two charges at this time. We will now move to phase two, which is the penalty phase, and that is not something that we can complete today. We discussed last week the possibility of a mitigation counselor, and we unfortunately received some information after that that counselor who was discussed is not available or would take over a year. This case has already lasted too long for us to wait a year to get to the sentence in this case. So now in the sentencing phase, after accepting his guilty plea, the judge must determine whether or not he will grant Stephen Lorenzo's wish of death. Here now is the backstory from a year ago of how the crimes went down. The victims were drugged, bound, tortured, and killed. The DBTK killer. And this is sort of like BTK with a twist, though. They were targeted because they were gay. Your first thought might be, oh, this is a hate crime. But no, these two guys, Stephen Lorenzo and Scott Schweikert, they actually lured men from gay nightclubs, kept them tied up in Lorenzo's home with the hopes of turning them into their own sex slaves. According to Schweikert, they drugged them with a date rape drug, tortured and killed them with an electric saw. Now, one of the two accused double murderers wants to plead no contest in exchange for his life. But one victim's mom wants him dead. I only know I want him dead. <laughs> Love her. So Stephen Lorenzo is one of the two alleged murderers. And he, this happened in 2003, and he still has not gone to trial. And now he's representing himself against two counts of first-degree murder, in the deaths of two 26-year-old men, Michael Wachholz and Jason Galehouse. So, in 2003, they were both murdered, and now Lorenzo is willing to plead no contest to the crimes in exchange for the death penalty being taken off the table. His request for life over death. Now, according to a 46-page handwritten motion, Lorenzo penned it himself, because, you know, a fool for a client is a guy who's representing himself. <laughs> Wait a minute. Has a fool for a lawyer. Anyway, he's also representing himself in court, and here he is via video conference with an exasperated judge. I don't know right now because I don't know what I've received. That's fine. I'm telling you, I don't have it. That's Lorenzo telling the judge that key evidence that's huge is gone. He says it would exonerate him, and it has suddenly disappeared. 
He claims there's surveillance video from a Ross department store that shows one of the murder victims shopping after he was reported missing, but now investigators can't find it. He argued to the judge that this is a death penalty case and you lost important evidence. It's incomplete. No, that's the best I can tell you. I don't know what else to tell you. You know, he can't come in here and say, well, I don't understand something. That's why you have a lawyer. The prosecutor denies that the video shows one of the murder victims. There was a mother holding out hope that her son was still alive, and she believed that was her son in the video. And now she has changed her position. He says that would not be the mother's testimony. Today, she's a grieving mother. And at the time, she was holding out hope that her kid was still alive. But despite all that, the Hillsborough County judge believes that the missing video is a bigger problem than he originally thought. So prosecutors say that Lorenzo is a serial rapist of gay men. And seven of Lorenzo's victims testified that they met him in Tampa gay bars and went home with him. And according to their testimony, when they woke up, they were naked, bound and in pain. Lorenzo's attorney argued that the sex acts were consensual, but two of those nine victims in the rape case were murdered. Lorenzo allegedly met Swigert online and agreed to fulfill a fantasy of torturing and killing men. So Swigert told federal agents that he and Lorenzo dismembered the body of Jason Galehouse, put the pieces in garbage bags, and scattered the trash bags throughout Tampa on December 19, 2003. The next night, he says Lorenzo and he allegedly drugged, raped, and killed Michael Wachholz, who was also 26, wrapping him in a bedsheet and leaving him in his Jeep. And with the help of Swikert's confession, police then found a cache of nearly a half million images on Lorenzo's computer, including photographs of Wachholz's dead body taken at Lorenzo's house. Galehouse's DNA was found in a pool of blood under the floor of Lorenzo's garage. So I really think that missing video is meaningless in this case. And once again, like BTK, this idiot put evidence on his computer. And now he thinks he's Barnaby Jones. Indeed, they say a man who represents himself has a fool for a client. Well, with God as my witness, I am that fool. Well, he's that fool. I mean, going up against this defendant who's representing himself should be like shooting fish in a barrel for the prosecutor, Justin Diaz. But... This guy, this prosecutor, is seriously considering Lorenzo's wish to avoid death. First, he wants to take time and talk with the victim's families about taking the death penalty off the table. As of this moment, we are still pursuing the death penalty. I can tell you that we do, in fact, have a scheduled meeting in the relatively near future with the next of kin for both victims to talk with them as to their position. I only know I want him dead. That's Jason's mom, Pam Williams, who probably won't sign off on taking the death penalty off the table. I want to see him get the death penalty. Nothing less, no deals, the death penalty. I want him dead. I want his family dead. I want his house burnt to the ground. I want to go to the middle of the night. I want to piss on his ass. I mean, it would be like trying to convince Robert De Niro, who was playing Al Capone, that he didn't want Elliot Ness dead. But this mother's reason for wanting this guy dead is much more serious than a stolen shipment of booze. I mean, once you hear about what happened to her 26-year-old son, who was gorgeous, by the way. He was handsome. I mean, not just because he's my kid, because he was. And he took all that away from him. He was all I had, and I miss him every day, and the the holidays is the worst for me. I mean, hearing what you're about to hear from this mother's lips, you can understand why she is out for blood. It's one thing when you tell your son was murdered, your son was in an accident, and he's dead, but to say that he's been 
cut up in pieces, wrapped in garbage bags. That was audio from 10 Tampa Bay. That's where the murders went down in Tampa. Yeah, the kid was drugged. He was kept as a sex slave. Prosecutors say that Lorenzo lured Jason and Michael to his home in Seminole Heights back in 2003. There, the men were allegedly used as sex slaves. They were tortured and murdered. Detectives say the bodies were dismembered and thrown in dumpsters around town. And of course, Williams was able to listen to Swikert's chilling confession to police in which he told police that as the two men, he and Lorenzo, pulled away from the dumpster, they laughed. Mm. But get this, Swikert cut a deal with the state in order to dodge the death penalty. So in exchange for getting life in prison, he testified against Lorenzo. So if you really look at what's going on here, Lorenzo is pissed because his co-conspirator turned against him, made a plea deal, and pounded the last nail in his coffin. And now he's asking the court, Lorenzo is, to basically grant him life in exchange for nothing. They don't need his no contest plea. You know, even a guilty plea is worthless because life for murder would be meaningless for this guy. It would do nothing because Lorenzo is already serving 200 years in prison for drug convictions. Both men have been convicted on federal drugging charges. Lorenzo is serving a 200-year prison sentence, but he has never faced murder charges. So I feel if he doesn't get death, then he's not really been punished for the crime of double murder. Jason's mom, Pam, was at Swikert's sentencing, and she let him have it. She said, I hope you're satisfied, because I hope you rot in hell. Here's Pam in court dressing down Swikert. took my only life away from me. I don't even have a grave, a body, or a tombstone. I have the city dump with my son round up like hamburger meat in the dirt. And she says she's ready to do it again when Lorenzo goes to trial. Pam says... I'm like a bubble waiting to burst, and when I get in there, I'm going to bust. I only know I want him dead. Well, Lorenzo's trial date has been set for April. You're like, what? This happened in 2003, and we're in 2022? Yeah, well, Pam, Jason's mom, agrees. I just don't know how much further they can take this. I mean, this has got to be the longest case in history of anybody. And she has a message for her son. I'm sorry you had to wait so long for this. But hopefully, you know, you'll be at peace. Well, it looks like this mother got her wish because Stephen Lorenzo wants to be put to death. Finally, a case from 2003 that is just disgusting is coming to an end. And of course, I'll let you know if the judge decides to grant Stephen Lorenzo's death wish. That wraps up this episode of Full Rigor. Thanks for listening. Until next time.